Welcome to Right Spokane Perspective with your host, Tim. And Shannon. It's opinion, fact, information, and your alert system. Stay tuned and enjoy the show. And welcome to Right Spokane Perspective on this time to get ready for caucuses and the next election. This Tuesday episode here, we're going to do some inspiration and we're going to jump into a conversation with a member of the GOP by PCO, that's Precinct Committee Officer, and a very active individual who has been involved in caucuses numerous times in Susan Wilmoth. We'll have that conversation in just a moment. Our inspiration today is out of Proverbs 1130. The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life and the one who is wise saves lives. A mail carrier became concerned after seeing one of her customers mail pile up. The postal worker knew the elderly woman lived alone and usually picked up her mail every day. Making a wise choice, the worker mentioned her concern to one of the woman's neighbors. The neighbor alerted yet another neighbor who had a spare key to the woman's home. Together, they entered their friend's home and found her lying on the floor. She had fallen four days earlier and couldn't get up to call for help. The postal worker's wisdom, concern, and decision to act likely saved her life. Proverbs says the one who is wise saves lives. The discernment that comes from doing right and living according to God's wisdom can bless not only ourselves, but those we encounter too. The fruit of living out of what honors him and his ways can produce a good and refreshing life. And our fruit also prompts us to care about others and to look out for their well-being. As the writer of Proverbs asserts throughout the book, wisdom is found in reliance on God. Wisdom is considered more precious than rubies, and nothing you desire can compare with her. The wisdom God provides is there to guide us throughout our lives. It just might save a life for eternity. Heavenly Father, please give us the wisdom to follow your path and directions. Help us to look out for others as you guide us. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, amen. That inspiration, definitely we need to be wise. And being wise does save lives because... We have leadership. We have people that we put into power and they make decisions that impacts lives, not just in our own community with the local elections that we had not too long ago, but also looking at who is running our country. We see the things at our border going on. We see things around the world and we need leadership that is going to save lives by, well, for one, not getting us engaged in you know, wars around the world because there are lives at stake every day. And so we've got to make that decision. Coming up here soon in the GOP caucuses, and we're going to be talking to Susan Wilmoth about how that process unfolds. So I want to welcome her to the studio today. Thank you, Tim and Shannon, for having me. Well, thanks for coming in. And so you've been involved. Let's just do a a brief Reader's Digest of Susan Wilmoth and, and your past involvement in this kind of process. I got involved in the party over a decade ago when my son and I were filling out our ballots And there was a blank on the ballot for precinct committee officer. He filled me in. I became precinct committee officer. And from there, I became state committee woman for a county party where I served for over, well, up to a decade at the state party level, served on the board there, served as a secretary for the state party for a time. And I've continued as a PCO through that whole process. And we as PCOs are the people who hold the caucuses in order to make this process grow. You've had a lot of involvement over the years. 
as a PCO, a precinct committee officer, is an individual that is elected by their neighbors, what they call precincts, and those are typically a couple thousand people maybe at, at most. Under that, there are about a thousand, I think, now since they've redistricted yet again. It's your neighborhood community. We talk about a representative government. That's how we do it from the bottom up, not the top down. Unfortunately, our politics drives us to think it goes the other way, but it's actually those precinct level uh, neighbors talking to neighbors, getting involved, looking at uh, policy, what's going to be best for your neighborhood and your country. So it's it's top to bottom is not how it's done. It's, it's bottom up representative government. So at caucuses, you decide who is going to be the nominee for president, but there's other things too. The most important aspect of the caucuses is a progression level. We have organized meetings either in our home or in a group assigned location. And at that point, we elect delegates to go to our county convention. And at the county convention, we elect delegates to go to the state convention. And from that, they elect delegates to go to the national convention where officially they get their votes in for the person running for president. At the caucus level, we also have the opportunity to discuss with our neighborhood friends and constituents what's been going on, what they're happy about, what they're not happy about, our Republican platform, as well as an ability to bring forward any resolution you would like the party to discuss. And so it is a really good opportunity to get your mind out there. And it's interesting, I think, to note that the caucuses throughout the state of Washington all take place on the same day and at the same time, countywide and statewide. So even if you're not in Spokane County, the information we're giving you is relevant to you as well. That's pretty amazing because... We look at politics and, you know, you see elections that occur, they take place, ballots get mailed out. It's weeks and weeks. It feels like it's a two-month process to have elections, but the GOP has caucuses. They do a whole lot of, of moving parts. Like you said, you look at who you're going to send to county convention and to state convention, state convention to national, and that whole process starts at the neighborhood level and people deciding all sorts of things. Like you said, resolutions. Sometimes there's resolutions that come up from the grassroots, from neighborhoods that don't like what's going on in local government. Sometimes it has to do with federal government and and changing the platform. Basically, what the GOP party's missions and goals and policies are based upon, you know, it starts at the neighborhood. It's, it's pretty amazing. So, this is when is this coming up? This is coming up in January. It's coming up in January, and it's important to keep that on your calendar. We all get busy during the holidays, but January 13 is when we are officially holding the caucuses. They will begin at 10 o'clock, and voting for delegates will begin at 10:30. And then you're kind of free to spend after the delegates are elected. Then you're free to spend your time working on resolutions and discussing the platform, etc. Okay, so this is uh, January 13th. It's a Saturday, and this is uh, an event that is put on by your county GOP across the state. So if you are in Spokane County, it's going to be the same as any other county. So if you are in a county, you look up your county GOP. So in Spokane County, you're going to look up SpokaneGOP.com or .org. Just like any of the other counties, it'll be a .com or .org. Do a Google search or Bing or whatever search engine you use, DuckDuckGo, and you can find that local party. Get the information from their website. And on that website also will be the rules on how these caucuses are conducted. And then you just go meet with those precinct-level PCOs. Sometimes you go to the caucus and... 
there's an empty table there because there's no PCO there. So this is also an opportunity to find out if your neighborhood, your precinct is not well represented. Correct. And we have all kinds of opportunities. If you don't have a precinct committee officer, the location of your caucus is going to be in a group setting. In other words, it might be at a local school gymnasium, or it might be at the library, or any designated church. And the way you'll find out about that is first, you need to figure out what your precinct number is. Not everybody knows that. Your listeners are pretty savvy, so most of them know what where they're located. And but well, if, and our listeners are the ones that are going to be trying to help out other people that want to find out, you know, how do they support their favorite presidential candidate, basically. Correct. So the best thing you can do is to get online and go to the county elections department. And under that, there's something that's referred to as SCOUT. is an acronym basically for information. You enter your street address, and that will direct you to your map location for where your precinct is and what your precinct number is. So these are very specific directions you're handing out, Susan. You're looking at going to the local county auditor's website. So in Spokane County, it's Spokane County Auditor. You go to that website, you go down to the elections portions of the website, and in that you can find your precinct through this scout system. Should be the way to do it. Everybody gets there a different way, but basically, if you run out of things to type in your computer, keyboard, whatever, um, that's the best way to do it. And if, if you get bogged down in the process and you can't figure out which precinct you're in, or if for some reason you can't find the place on the auditor's website, whatever county you're in, you should contact your local county GOP. Your other counties, the same thing. If you can't find your precinct, find it through your local GOP. And with reference to that, once you know your precinct number, you will be able to go to our county GOP website, and that information will be there. It's likely not going to be there right away, but it will be mid-December that you will be able to look up the location of that. And in addition to that, these locations will be published probably in the Spokesman Review, but Keep an eye out in some of your other local newspapers, even some of the liberal newspapers may be willing to post those dates and locations for us. Could be in the spokesman review, could be uh, even in maybe some of the local, the, the what, Nickel Nicks, something like that. Yes, and, and at some point the GOP will be making a decision where they want to post those things, but they are required to have that date taken care of. Well, we should be. And and of course, as that, that date comes up, again, January 13th, Saturday, starts in the morning where you can find uh, your precinct you know, positions, who's going to be in charge of the rules. You might be the person that shows up to the precinct caucus that says, well, I learned about this. I heard about it on the right Spokane perspective. I went to the GOP, found out where I needed to go. And you're the person that might be running that caucus because you're missing a PCO. Or maybe your PCO is out of country because they're military or they're sick or something. So this is important stuff if you want to get involved in the caucuses and decide who's going to go to state convention and also be that local representation on who you want to see as a nominee for a presidential candidate. Absolutely. So at the caucuses, there's also rules and things that go on. Before we go off into the break here in the next couple of minutes, what do you think people should should know? The most important thing is the date and the location for the caucus. Second, I think the most important for them thing for them to know is this is really your opportunity as a citizen to go to a neighborhood organized meeting where there will be 
record of what you have done. And like Tim pointed out about the resolution, if you have any issues that when you take a look at our county website and you look at our platform, if there's something there that you want to speak of, present us with a resolution. It's basically something you write out. Everybody takes a look at it. You discuss it. That could become a factor in how we proceed with a county platform that best encompasses the desires of the community. So I, I just think it's a wonderful opportunity. In addition to that, as Tim mentioned, there's a potential for becoming a precinct committee officer, which, which gives you a direct vote with reference to who becomes leadership of our county party. That's very relevant because your voice will matter at that point. Yeah, and, the, and these delegates that you're choosing to go to the county convention and then the state convention, when you're looking at these resolutions, it's not just your neighborhood that says, well, we want to do this. This is actually a resolution that if your precinct down to the neighborhood level passes a resolution, you send a delegate to the county convention, they can bring up this resolution to the entire county and the resolution could go to the state level. And I would... Probably, I don't know that because I'm not a gambling man really, but I would bet that you're going to see resolutions on the Ukraine situation, on the Israel situation. You're going to see resolutions on the southern border. You're probably going to see resolutions on the weaponization of our our justice system. So things like that will come up at the caucuses for you to decide who your delegate's going to be and the kinds of resolutions from your neighborhood should be presented at the county convention. So folks, we're going to take a break and we're going to be right back with Susan Wilmoth with more information on caucuses and being active in the local GOP in your neighborhood. Definitely go to the GOP website in your county here coming up soon. That information is going to be there for, again, caucuses, January 13th. Make it to these kind of events that decide the future of not just your neighborhood, but your country. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. You know, whether we have a lot of snow or not, Right Spokane Perspective wants to wish you and yours a Merry Christmas with these words that Shannon has for you. What is Christmas? It is tenderness for the past, courage for the present, hope for the future. It is a wish that every cup may overflow with blessings rich and eternal, and that every path may lead to peace. Agnes Paro. Thanks again from Right Spokane Perspective, and thank you listeners who have supported us to keep us on the air by going to rightspokaneperspective.com and donating or by sending those donations to Right Spokane Perspective, LLC, PO Box 7620-99207. Have a Merry Christmas. And welcome back to Right Spokane Perspective on this time to get ready for caucuses and convention this election episode. We need to be prepared, and this is an opportunity coming up with caucuses again on January 13th. Look up your local party, find out the information for your precinct so that you can show up and be represented. This is representative government at the local, they call it grassroots level. I want to say that uh, I don't think we're allowed to to uh, water the grass as much in Spokane, so maybe we don't call it grassroots anymore. We just call it ground level. We need the government to hear our voice here, what we think about it and uh, what the government's been doing and who we think the president should be, as well as those resolutions we talked about before we went off into the break. Resolutions that go to your county convention where your whole county might vote on a resolution that was impacted 
by your neighborhood. Coming up after the county convention, that's held every uh, two years in every county here in Washington state. And then you have state convention. And folks, that state convention gets moved around the state. So sometimes, like talking to our legislature, if we want to do that, we got to travel all the way over the mountains and talk to our legislature. What we have here is an opportunity for people in eastern Washington. We have an opportunity for people specifically in the Spokane County area because this year the state convention is not over in Seattle Bellevue. It's not on the other side of the state. It's right here in Spokane County. So it's definitely an opportunity. So let's talk more about state convention and that opportunity, Susan. Okay. The state convention is wonderful. It's in Spokane. We have an opportunity to go either as a delegate or there will be guest tickets available as well. And so from the county convention, which is here in Spokane on February 10 at the fairgrounds, at that point, we will elect delegates from Spokane County that will go to the state convention here in town. Okay, so, so you said February 10th? February 10 is the county convention. Is the county. So, so your local caucus is January 13th. And all this information is going to be on these GOP. Websites, your local GOP's got the information, whether you're in Spokane or if you're, you know, in another surrounding county, Grant County, wherever you are, uh, Stevens County, you go to your local county website, you find these dates January 13th caucuses, February 10, so a month later for the county convention. Correct. And there will be about 1,200 delegates that will be selected to attend the, the uh, county convention. Okay, and then the state convention, do they already have a date picked out for that? Yes, the state convention here in Spokane is April 19th through 20th at the convention center. And at that point, all 39 counties are represented. So even if you're not elected as a delegate, you will have an opportunity to go without the additional expense of travel, etc. There will be a, right. a cost to it as a guest ticket. Well, we got to pay for the, you know, sometimes at these events, and this is up to your local GOP board that the PCOs elect to represent them at the county level, they will decide how the venue is operated, where the venue is for these conventions, for the county convention. It's going to be at the convention center this year. Sometimes there's a lunch that's offered, and that's part of your ticket price. Uh, obviously, we have to pay for the venue itself. There's a cost to that. And, you know, cleaning charge, seating, all that stuff has a cost. So there is going to be a ticket price. Hopefully, it's affordable. I don't think that that's been decided yet. But again, stay tuned for that information. Correct. At the county level, there that's all in the works. And for the just to make sure we clarify, the county convention here in Spokane will be held at the fairgrounds. Oh, fairgrounds. So the okay. county convention will actually be at the fairgrounds. It's the state convention that will be at the convention center. Okay, state convention's convention center. That's going to be in April. April 19th through okay. 20th, state Con convention. St state convention, local convention center, an opportunity for folks that have never been able to go to the state convention, you can be a guest and you can kind of monitor what your local party's doing. You can look at the process so that you can maybe be engaged in this process in the future. If you're, if you don't become a delegate, if you are a delegate, you're going to be there. And then of course your county convention is going to be at the fairgrounds and that's out there off of Broadway. Yes. So I'm sure there's going to be a little bit of a cost to that as well. I'm sure they're going to try to make it affordable so that folks can, uh, you know, find easy parking and get to the closest building where they're going to be holding these meetings to uh, decide delegates to go to state. 
Yes. This year, there's kind of a different twist to our state convention, which is it's going to be exciting from everything I'm hearing because it, it's going to give us the opportunity to nominate the people that are running for statewide offices. So in addition to talking about the presidential race, we're also going to be having some votes as it relates to nominating and approving who we want to go forward for those statewide races, such as governor, lieutenant governor, secretary of state, treasurer, auditor, superintendent of public instruction, attorney general. We've got a whole lot of opportunity there to actually say Spokane people like this candidate. This is a great opportunity for Eastern Washington, the silenced population when we're talking about the cascade curtain in politics where Eastern Washington typically doesn't get the candidates that we like, but we also don't see those candidates a lot of times in this kind of a setting where the state convention is going to be here in Spokane County. Where we're going to see probably some folks outside of Spokane County that are going to be coming to our convention. You know, I, I think the county convention and the state convention, because you're going to have statewide candidates and local candidates running for the Senate or state representative come. And, and what happens is when you have deliberations and you take votes and there's an issue that comes up and they've got to count votes to support or not support certain resolutions or changes in, in the, the platform, you will have opportunities for folks running, like you said, for governor, auditor, local offices that are going to represent us in Olympia, speaking to the crowd and, and maybe even answering some questions. That's what we're anticipating, and that's, what, that's I, how state conventions how usually go. run. Yeah, well, even and county convention, right? Absolutely, it's like we're the only game in town when it comes to the conservative voice. And other than right, Spokane perspective, of course, it's we're so fortunate to have you as a PCO, as a fellow PCO. I right. should add, Tim is uh, in the game with us. So this is all aspects of this that start with the caucus that lead us to the county convention and lead us to the state convention. That's all with the value of our state and the leadership we're going to be electing in 2024, which we're all, a lot of prayers going out for those offices specifically, and also for the national convention. When we take Washington's vote from the people, from the Republicans in this state. That's where we take it is to the national convention. I, I want to throw in the fact that we do have a presidential primary here in Washington state. And that presidential primary also has a little bit of a reflection because it's in March. It's March 12th. March 12th. That we, we go in for the presidential primary. The vote happens for the presidential primary. And so there's an impact that can be made from the local level at your January 13th caucuses. You're going to be impacting your neighbors, trying to get other people involved. And then you've got your February 10th date coming up for your county convention right after that, a month later. So this is something that once a month you can impact government and representation by, again, January 13th. Go to your caucuses, go to your local party's website, find out where they are, what precinct you're in. Then February 10th convention and then a presidential primary the very next month in March. And that is going to be the issue that's nationwide. They finally moved that up in Washington state so that we kind of have a little relevance as opposed to how we have felt in the past. Yeah, where it was like, oh, okay, this thing's already been decided. Washington, go ahead and vote now. That's kind of how it felt in the past. Now we're moved up to where we're not uh, you know, coming to the game late. And we also have, in addition to that, 
our state convention following that presidential primary. So we'll kind of have a little bit of a foresight to see how the votes are coming in on an actual election that we can change or at least affect our state convention. And this is kind of an interesting process. I'm, I'm liking the way that this calendar has changed a little bit with this primary election because you've got these local things, January 13th, February 10th, and then March, the presidential primary, then you got state convention the very next month. And at the state convention, they can look at how precincts, how districts, how counties voted on who they want to be president. And there, again, you have representative government working to influence your GOP party to decide who at Washington state level from the bottom, from the neighborhood, all the way up to the county to the state, what we'd like to see in a presidential nominee. I think it's a great opportunity, and especially being here in Spokane. And I do want to also encourage anyone out there that has some, I don't know, some 17, 18-year-old students that might like to get involved. I'm pretty sure that the um, possibility is going to exist for there to be a few pages well, with the new laws coming out with 17-year-olds being able to register to vote if their birthday falls before the, I think the general election is how the rule goes. That well, actually, I believe that it's if they're eligible to vote, if they're 17 and they are eligible to vote in the general, then they can also vote in the primary. Okay. And, and our primaries here in Spokane are, uh, pardon me, <laughs> in the state of Washington, are um, August 6th. August 6th. And the presidential primary is going to be in April. So Presidential or, or, primary me, is March, March 12th. March 12th. I don't know how they're going to f- legally factor that in. I don't know how Vicki Dalton's going to be observing uh, where that comes to where play. Where the 17-year-olds fall into place. But, but yeah. you know, that's going to be something that we, we all should follow and pay attention to so we can get those youngsters involved. Because you don't want, you know, the educational industrial complex to decide how your teenager is going to vote. Maybe you want them more engaged in the process to see how this thing works. It's, it's an opportunity. And as far as your caucuses go, bringing it back around to that, bring your underage children, if you like. They are not eligible to vote. The only people at a caucus that can vote for the delegates or on any issues related to the platform or a resolution are going to be registered voters, voters that are registered within that precinct. That's why it's important Anybody that joins you at your caucus is going to be verified to make sure now, they reside. This is controversial, Susan. I know that you know we can just walk into a state and register to vote same day, and that ballot could get counted. We know that elections have gotten pretty muddy, you know, in a lot of folks' opinion, especially mine. And we think that same day voting, kind of like caucuses, same day voting, and you got to show ID to prove you're a resident. You know, if you've moved, if you didn't change your ID, you better bring a couple utility bills or something to show that you're a resident because the GOP, I know at the local level, typically wants to know that you can legally vote as a resident. So there's actually uh, proof to, to, to go back to, okay, this is a, a person that's going to actually represent the neighborhood. And that's not a typically. That is, insist upon it. We, as PCOs, we want to see your ID and make sure. Sh- in fact, when we as, as PCOs go in, our district leaders verify with our picture ID that we, and they know us, we see each other at meetings. That's right. But it's verified by picture ID at every level that the Republicans take it because someday, folks, we're going to be voting to get that back as a regular 
part of our election. Yeah, I sounds like a good resolution. That's right. I think. Well, that might be a resolution. So, folks, again, you, you want to get involved with this process. This thing holds. This whole thing kicks off January thirteenth. Your local caucuses. Go to your local GOP. Find out where your precinct is. So you can show up again. That's Saturday, January thirteenth. Followed up in the very next month, February tenth. You're going to be having that county convention. Going to be happening at the fairgrounds here in Spokane County. For other counties, check out your county. Find out where it's, where you need to be. Then the very next month, presidential primary. And then the month after that, you're going to have your state convention here in Washington State that's going to take place at the convention center here in downtown Spokane. So this opportunity to get involved. Once a month, you can kind of hit back. I'm going to call this, It's you can hit back against the political narratives, the political damage that we see being done to our country. You got to show up and have your voice heard. Again, those caucuses, conventions, and those votes matter. So get involved. Look at your local GOP. I want to thank Susan Wilmoth for coming in. Did you have one more thing there that you needed to share? No, I think we're good. I think as long as we're looking at that calendar and people are aware, as I said, mid, I think it's December 12th that the locations will have to be published. And so look for those in the newspaper. Again, check the website for the GOP. Also, if you have any questions on the state convention, I'm sure that the WSRP convention or website has a really good information about the convention coming up. Yeah, so you can do your own research a little bit. Go to the local county websites. You can go to the state, Washington State Republican Party's website and find out more information how you can get involved with these things. All that being said, we're going to be back with you folks again tomorrow. Bye-bye. You have been listening to Right Spokane Perspective. We are sponsored by Right Spokane Perspective, LLC, and made possible by advertisers you hear and contributions from listeners like you. (laughs) 